Welcome back to the stinkiest podcast on earth. Can I get a PU? PU. I'm Nicole. I'm Carrie. I'm Allie. And you're listening to No One's Listening Anyways. So we were gone a while. Like, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, just chill out, okay? Get off my back. <laughs> no, like, we did it again. We're well aware. Like, you guys don't need to be coming for us in the comments. Mm-hmm. No, um, Mama D has been very strong. No, I know. She has. A one listener. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, she's kind of an icon. Yes. And what's even worse is, like, we told her we were going to give her a special shout-out in the last one. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up not even posting it. This is for you, Mama D. Shout out. We love you. Howdy. <laughs> I would love your recipes. <laughs> Allie's like, hey, mom. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. What's for dinner tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had a little bit of a technical issue. And then last week, it's just, you know, who cares? We're here. <laughs> I don't think we fully considered, like, how our schedules would work. Having yeah. three people. Yeah. Like, they're going to vary. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, sure, I never have anything going on. Sure, I'm always available for you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you guys doing tomorrow, actually? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have my 8 to 5, but oh, who cares? <laughs> I know. No, like, I, I can put it off. <laughs> I'll make time. So what? how's everybody's week going? I mean, it was a week, for yeah. sure. You um, go, you're going back to school now, huh? Oh yeah. oh, oh yeah, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Ugh, don't make me talk about it. <laughs> what about Sunday you? Crying out loud. I know. <laughs> um, it was a week. I'd say that was a pretty intense week, but we made it to the weekend. Yes, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> All right. How's the little babe? Baby's good, as far Aww. as I can tell. <laughs> oh wait, what's the site? Oh yeah. Let me, we were let on me a look fig. <laughs> we were on a fig. Um, yeah, we were on a fig. I think so that when I went to the doctor, mm-hmm. she said I was ten and a half. So I think okay. I'm probably still the fig. But we'll see what I'm going to be this week, like Cute. later in the week. Okay. Okay. Mm. Oh, so they told you like about how far along you were? She, I don't think it was anything like crazy. She mm. looked at like a paper chart mm. and she told me like, um, like, oh, you're probably ten and a half weeks. It wasn't like any of my blood work or anything like that. Oh, a plum. Okay. <gasps> Dude, yeah. no, that kind of is crazy. Like, no, right? You can like hold it. No, yeah. You've got a good handful holding a plum. A plum? <laughs> Are we talking GMO or organic? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say homegrown. <laughs> you got that right. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Dang, that's actually that is crazy. Nicole, how was your week? My week was good. I've made some school decisions that I'm not going to share just quite yet, but but my week has been pretty good. Damn, nothing's really going on. It was I kind know. of just a week. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It was just, I had therapy, went to the gym, made dinner. That was it. Oh, we had a little party for Anthony yesterday. Yeah. That was so cute. Oh, I know. We Thank got you to all get so together. Of course. I know. It was, it was Anthony's birthday. We all went to dinner. Mm-hmm. Initially, we had plans to all kind of hang out and play games, have a little game night after, and it just didn't work out. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Um. But we felt bad because he deserved, like, a decent celebration. Oh, so yeah. we did, like, a little part two, basically, and had everyone over. Mm-hmm. Got to watch 
interesting movies. I don't know how that ended up on my TV. <laughs> and especially for that duration of time. No, I was like, God. wait, but like, why are we still watching this? For some reason, the boys took control of the TV and we ended up watching Jackass 4.5. And I was... <laughs> appalled to say the least <laughs> and when i walked in i was so excited because we were watching despicable me the first one no i know well, I, I, put on that on, that. I was you. on board with that mm-hmm. i know it took everything me to not be like ladies can we just play a game of cards at the table back <laughs> oh here? i would have been down oh, oh yeah <laughs> but yeah our weeks have been pretty good let's see what else any favorites right now Ooh. favorite songs favorite movies favorite oh favorite songs favorite movies or shows i did want to bring this up because it's a new artist that i've been into oh yeah noah khan has been my go-to for the past few weeks i i'm in love no oh i don't really like not necessarily like oh my god you know what i mean but like his music just like whenever i'm going to work and i drive a lot for work i will sit and ball my eyes out to his music. Okay, Nicole, Nicole, let me tell you. No, tell me. I think this weather's perfect for Noah Khan. Yes. Like the rain or like the overcast. Stormy. With his music. Season ah. of the sticks, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the thick of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite song by him right now? Oh, my God. Right now, mm, All My Love by Noah Khan or New Perspective. Ooh, love it. Same guy. There's this part. <laughs> There's this part in one of his songs, and he says, um, "There's just like a part in his lyrics that, like, there's like a section of lyrics that he wrote for a song, and I will sit there and replay the song just to hear those lyrics. They're so beautifully written, and I'm just a hardcore Noah Constant right now. <laughs> <laughs> now his voice is just like, it, honestly, like I remember when I first heard like." Um, that you just said it the main song like his stick season stick season Mm -hmm. when i first heard that one i was like i couldn't pinpoint the genre yeah like i feel like there's so many different genres involved it's Mm -hmm. like indie but like rock but like country and it's like an indie folk yeah Yeah. like Mm -hmm. it's just like so many different things i love that you can't pinpoint it and it's like done so well oh so well Mm -hmm. So, actually, I had a different answer for, like, oh, what song I've been wanting. Mm-hmm. Or song I've been, like, listening to and loving. But since you said that, it made me think of this song. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't wait to listen to this on the way home. Um, Noah Khan uh-huh. And what's the lead singer from Lumineers? Do you know oh, I don't know his name. They have a song together. Uh-huh. Um, if We Were Vampires. Okay. And I love that song. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics one. are so good. Like, though they talk about, um, like living life if it was eternal okay and it's like i wouldn't want to like hold your hand or i wouldn't want to like rush home from work and all this stuff and it's like it it was almost like because we have short time together yeah they're like uh wanting every time to be spent with like that person and Uh i thought that was so beautiful like the lyrics are so beautiful and their tones and again this weather is just perfect for this song honestly what a i also like never thought about it but what a good collab the lead singer of the lumineers and noah khan literally like that is a vibe that like needed to be together well let's get into the goods what are we here to talk about ladies friends foes (laughs) (laughs) it's like a freaking soap opera (laughs) i know um yeah we're gonna talk about friendships today Mm -hmm. um we're gonna ask each other some questions kind of get to the nitty-gritty the 
nitty gritty. <laughs> nitty gritty. <laughs> if you will, if I may. Ow, what are we getting into the nitty gritty way now? But, you know, this actual topic came up from um, somebody like submitted a topic for us to discuss, like and as an no, idea. We're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> This, like, we're not really it up, guys, guys. <laughs> like, this is real. It was a real person. <laughs> Fine, we found it on Pinterest. <laughs> um, but we kind of just wanted to like piggyback off of that and make it about mm-hmm. friendships in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to like segue right into this, what would you guys say makes a good friend in your eyes? Because obviously, I think everyone probably has different criteria. Because mm-hmm, it depends on what Ooh. you. Good question. feel as a person mm-hmm. and like what your love language is i feel like that's probably a big part of it but what would you guys say i would say for me i feel like a good friend qualification would be like a very much um like go with the flow kind of person like hey okay. man that's cool but also somebody that can say no so like if i'm like hey do you want to hang out and they're like "Mm, i don't like i reserve today as like a um like a take care day or like a myself day i don't i can't really hang out today like i respect that so much or like just like hey i'm not really feeling it right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. because i always get anxiety like if they say yes i'm like oh my god they had to say yes because i asked them like Mm -hmm. i feel like they (laughs) you know what i mean though yeah like oh my god they don't really want to hang out with me they just said yes because i asked like that yeah. gives me raging anxiety so when i know that somebody can be like mm, i took today as like a self-care day or whatever i can be like okay cool that's fine with me does it still hurt sure <laughs> what the heck? I feel like it hurts less what do you mean you're busy <laughs> it like gives me less anxiety right so yeah that's like i feel like those thing. are pretty important factors those are. Mm-hmm. what about yeah. you al to piggyback off that, I'd say someone I feel comfortable saying no to because I have mm. a really tough time saying no to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so to feel comfortable enough to with someone to be like, um, I actually don't, like I'm not feeling good today or I need to do this today because mm-hmm. um, that's really hard for me. So feeling like, oh, I know they won't get mad at me because I felt that before. Mm-hmm. And then um, probably someone that, yeah, I'd feel comfortable with and that I'd say pushes me to be a good version of myself Mm. that is mine okay queen wow i mean honestly i would probably say all the same things like someone that i know whether they agree or disagree with me is not going to be like judgmental towards me on anything Mm -hmm. um and especially i feel like it depends on whether you're speaking like childhood or adult life Mm -hmm. yeah but as an adult i think just to go off of what you guys say like we obviously have so many different things going on in our lives now we have like basically we all have families of our own Mm -hmm. and so being understanding towards each other of like some days it's not going to work out where we can just hang out or chill or whatever but like not taking it personally yeah and just understanding that we all got shit going on Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a big factor yeah yeah, I think so too. I I'm very much a a people pleaser and me and my therapist have been trying to get into that and trying to get me to stop saying yes to everything or stop filling up my plate too much. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm very much a I have too much on my plate and I try to make time for everything so that nobody feels left out or nobody feels like um like I'm like not making enough time for them or I'm constantly telling them I can't do something. Um, 
and I will just like, I'm very much a yes man. So somebody that doesn't make me feel like I have to be a yes man is like, I want to be around you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we know, so we kind of talked about like what makes a good friend, but like if you happen to be friends with somebody and you start noticing negative things about them, like what are those negative things that make you want to kind of take a step back? Um, I've actually had like a couple instances with this. Um, I would say one thing that I had noticed in a previous friendship that it, like I started building up over time was negative energy. Mm-hmm. Meaning like I noticed this person was just complaining about literally everything Mm -hmm. like there was it was always something to complain about and Mm -hmm. over time it like actually started like trickling over to me and I found ways to be just like negative about literally everything and I'm not just talking like oh like I'm going to complain about something today Mm -hmm. but like every experience Mm -hmm. that you have there's something to complain about Mm -hmm. and like in the moment I didn't notice anything about it too much until I started realizing like I was complaining about literally everything Mm -hmm. and I was just I finally had to be like I just cannot keep hanging out with this person all the Mm -hmm. time and I don't know I just feel like that has a big impact or like having a friend that goes out of their way to make you feel like they're being the best kind of friend like just going out of their way to convince you that they're so selfless Mm -hmm. and such a good friend and they don't do anything for themselves I feel like is like toxic Mm -hmm. because it makes you feel like oh yeah like you are so selfless i'm, I'm so i'm not lucky as good as you. that yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, exactly i'm so lucky to have you and mm-hmm. then it just kind of paints a negative image towards your own self mm-hmm. for whatever reason i don't know i just don't like that yeah i've had bad experiences with that so i think that what kind of makes me want to take a step back is when i start noticing that i'm constantly being the one to be like so do you want to grab lunch or mm. do you mm-hmm. want to do x y and z with me kind of feeling like I'm chasing them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then realizing like, oh, they're hanging out, but without me. Mm-hmm. Right. That kind of makes me really need to take a step back. And a few years ago, actually, when I noticed a lot of that happening to me, I was talking to my then therapist and we, I kind of came, like, I kind of had a, like a little bit of an epiphany, I guess. And I was like, I'm not chasing anybody anymore. Right. As far as far as anybody really, but like yeah. as far as friends go, I'm not gonna chase you down and be like, hang out with me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's just like that's not me. And I stopped doing that and I never talked to that group of people again. Right. I as soon as I stopped doing that, I never talked to them again. We didn't have a falling out. We didn't have um an argument or anything like that. We didn't have a big fight. It, I just stopped. But that yeah. also speaks so much to that kind of friendship oh, that yeah. you guys it's obviously volumes. had is because yeah. if you were able to just step away and there was no like second question about it from their side, yeah. then you obviously made the right choice. Mm-hmm. And I know I, feel I like, did. Yeah. I know I did. And I know that they would only talk to me or want to hang out with me if it was benefiting them. Right. And I noticed that very quickly. But since Anthony was close to that side of my friends, they were really his friends um it was hard for me to mm-hmm. constantly say no because i didn't want to make anthony upset about like hey i don't think i want to hang out with him anymore but i think anthony started realizing the same thing as well mm-hmm. yeah and we kind of both took a step back from them for our own reasons that being the reason of just like us not chasing them anymore mm-hmm. and once we stopped chasing them and stopped trying to hang out with them 
I can't tell you how happy I am. And honestly, I wouldn't be the same person I am today if I was still friends with him. And Mm -hmm. I mean that in a not good way. Right. I would be in a very, I feel like a very negative space right now. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like both of your guys' <laughs> speaks to, like, I don't feel good about myself because I'm friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like yes. you make me feel like I'm, I need to chase you to get, mm-hmm. like, the friendship or, right. like, oh, I'm so grateful to have you. I'm I'm never going to do anything to hurt your feelings or not near, intentionally hurt your feelings, but mm-hmm. just, I won't do anything to jeopardize this friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say mine would be that, like, I'm feeling like I'm having to, like, filter myself or feel like I can't be my full self when I'm with them. Ooh, yeah. Like, I always want to say that I'm, like, um, truly authentic when I'm, like, with the people that I'm close with. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes you're with people and you start to feel like, oh, they're going to judge me for this or Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a negative reaction for this or, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just kind of feeling like I can't be myself or I don't want to voice things that are happening or i'm thinking or yeah. that kind of thing i guess that's mine that is a big one or you have to be somebody else yes. you know what i mean yes because at that point it's like what's the point yeah. that's not literally exactly literally exactly this is not me being at like rest because mm-hmm. i feel like with the friends i have now like i have such a good group of friends like mm-hmm. when i'm here with you guys i truly feel like i'm relaxed yeah. i'm like last night we were just hanging out and i was just like i can just hang out i don't mm-hmm. feel like i'm like trying mm-hmm. to get you guys to laugh yeah, or i'm trying right. to get you guys to like me or yeah that kind of thing i mean i do want you guys to like me but <laughs> you're um, almost there no but like <laughs> on that note knock knock <laughs> um i have a question for you guys okay. okay have you guys ever been the one to be like i need to distance myself from them like yes. have you ever yeah. been the one to pull the trigger on that like i'm gonna distance myself yeah yes on that one friendship specifically i was speaking of like the person who was just super negative mm-hmm. and it was kind of the same thing um that nicole was saying where i just like slowly kind of just stopped yeah. Um, saying yes to hanging out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I noticed, like, my mentality was getting better slowly. So I was like, okay. And it sucked because it's not like I didn't like that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved hanging out with them and yeah. we had good times and stuff. But, yeah. like, I could... The fact that I could start to see and feel the impact that the negativity was having yes. on me, I feel like I made the proper choice of being like, I can't. Yeah. Like, if yes. I want to... Because I was also, I feel like I was giving that energy in my other friendships as well. And I'm like, ooh, I don't like being that person. Yeah. 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 So it's just kind of like one of those, it's like you're in between a rock and a hard place. But Definitely. you have to make a choice for yourself. Yeah. I think that sometimes you have to be that person. Because yes. if I, like, if I wouldn't have walked away and I would have, like, either kept chasing them or even if I wasn't chasing them and I was just kind of waiting for them to come to me I feel like I would be as sad as I was when I walked away if not more yeah Mm -hmm. because don't get me wrong like Carrie said like when I stopped trying to be friends with them truthfully like it sucked so bad to because I like it was just a constant feeling of being left out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is such a trigger <sighs> for me. Such mm-hmm. a, oh, mm-hmm. I hate that feeling. It's been a trigger for me since elementary school. Being left out. If you want to, like, mess... Like, if you really want to hurt my feelings, you'll leave me out of things. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were doing. And it sucked so bad. But as soon as I told myself, I'm not chasing them anymore, it sucked. But it didn't suck as much as it would have if I would have just been feeling left out constantly right you know what i mean yeah and like at that point it was like you made the choice to to leave them out and like just like step away from it altogether versus like 
you're still just like waiting for the time for them to be like, yeah, yeah come on, like mm-hmm. let's all hang out. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you just have me dangling by a thread, like yeah. waiting for you to pull yeah. the trigger type thing. Okay, so I mean, to segue into that, obviously we talked about someone submitted like a, I guess a conversational piece, like a hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, dealing with a crisis friend who needs you at the drop of a hat for her own poor decisions. And I'll start by saying, because this could be kind of controversial, Mm -hmm. at one point I feel like I was that friend Mm. in the sense of, and I mean you can testify to this, but I I don't want to say like I was making terrible decisions, because that's kind of dramatic, but there was a point in my life where I feel like I was making certain decisions that not everybody supported or Mm -hmm. agreed with. Mm I feel like it's kind of hard to say because it depends on the decisions that we're talking about here. Yeah. In my situation, I feel like I had some good friends with this and I had some really bad friends with this. Mm. Nicole was a really good friend with this where... Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I, like, thank you. <laughs> where despite these decisions that I was making, I know for a fact, and she very much voiced that she did not agree with my decisions, mm-hmm. um, but she still never made me feel bad about it. She never mm-hmm. made me feel judged. Um, she was there to support me regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, she still was able to tell me, like, I think this is a bad idea, queen. Mm-hmm. But I love you anyway, so I'll, uh, if you're happy or whatever, I'm going to be there for you. Yeah. And I feel like that's so important. Because, um, like I said, I feel like it 100% depends on the decisions that we're talking about here. Because, yeah. like, if it's, like, oh, someone's doing hard drugs and, like, you know, their life mm-hmm. is spiraling out yeah. of control, that is a completely different situation. Okay. Is this, like, an intervention? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> I've been wanting to say this for a while now. And, um, now that we got you here. Now that Ali's holding me back. <laughs> no, but I just, I feel like it's important to have friends in these situations that will be able to respectfully tell you the truth. Yeah. But also be there to support you so that you don't end up feeling alone and then things just get worse. Mm-hmm. Because I did have friends in those times where they straight up told me I was being stupid. Wow. Which... In hindsight, like, I could see their opinions. Like, I could see why they felt that way, Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But, like, hearing it was, like, one of the most, like, gut-wrenching things at the time. Like, it just made me feel like absolute garbage. And I was, like, it immediately put me in a place where I was, like, okay, you are not my friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a hard place to be in in that sense because it's, like, obviously looking at it from the outside, it probably did look really stupid or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. But, like... It was so important for me to have a friend like Nicole to be like, yeah, it's kind of stupid, but I love you, and no matter what, we'll get through it, Yeah, regardless of what happens from here. Yeah. And I feel like being put in those situations really kind of brings out your actual friends, because if I was going through something like that, and I, and Carrie told me, like, oh my God, you're so dumb for doing that, it would put me in a corner, and I'd be like, okay, so like i have nobody exactly yeah. exactly yeah. it really makes you feel so no like in. yeah it makes you feel alone it makes you feel isolated and i think people that are actually your friends will be like you know what i don't agree with this i'm gonna tell you i don't agree with this but i'm gonna support you no matter what and i've always tried to be that friend but like carrie said it really does depend on the the situation at hand right. because if you're like I'm gonna go kill a guy. Yeah. Okay. Now we can go. Okay. Okay. Now I'm on the phone with the 911 operator. I know. If I get a call from the jail, I don't know that I can go and get you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Don't come by my house. <laughs> We're done. Um, I will say, like, I feel like the way you talk to people is, like, so important to, like, mm-hmm. how they're going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you say, oh, you're stupid or you're dumb for doing that, it's, like, no one's going to listen to someone. They're just going to get immediately, like, either defensive or they're going to be, like, insecure or yeah. whatever the thing is. But no one's going to, like, fully listen to someone that's, like, berating them. Mm-hmm. So There's I feel a like difference you, between being, yes. like, honest and being just rude. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for you to be like, I don't agree with that, being honest and just saying, like, oh, but I love you through it, it's, like, I'm still keeping my friend but she's letting me know that she doesn't agree with what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. For you to be like, oh, it's that's stupid. It's like, okay, I <laughs> I don't know what to do with that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I think we're done here then. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you need to leave. <laughs> I feel like I was also kind of a crisis friend more in high school than anything. Mm-hmm. I was really trying to figure myself out in high school. I feel like transitioning from a private school literally my entire life to a shell shock of a public school especially one like highland really trying to figure myself it out i feel like i was also a crisis friend but i i also feel like everybody's a crisis friend at one point or right. another everybody's kind of going through things where we really really lean on our friends um but it's just like when somebody takes it too far like that it's just like or like even how friends respond like something like how she said that like oh you're so stupid for doing that i feel like there's just boundaries in in friendships 100 percent. oh yeah you know what i mean well and like to think about it um on the other side of the situation like i can imagine as like someone's friend watching mm-hmm. them do something that you know is really bad for them and just not a good choice mm-hmm. probably like it hurts you to see them make those decisions so mm-hmm. it makes sense why you would like want to say something Especially if it's, like, something that's so obvious to you, but very clearly not obvious to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see why it might be hard addressing the situation. But I think what it just boils down to is, like, if that's something you, someone you actually care about mm-hmm. and love and consider a friend that you want to, like, have a friendship with for a while, you have to just, like, swallow your pride and, and figure out a way to be respectful about it. Because yes. yeah. you're not going to help them at all by just, like making them feel like garbage or mm-hmm. cutting them off altogether. Yeah. Unless it's like, like I said, it's just so dependent on the situation. Yeah. Very much but so. like if, if the things that they're doing are toxic to you, mm-hmm. that's different. Oh yeah. Oh then yeah. It, oh, like, yeah. Different. it goes back to what we were just talking about with bad friends. Like you just have to take the step back for yourself and do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. But if it's just, they're making bad decisions for the, that's affecting their lives mm-hmm. and it's hard for you to watch. You just, you have to be, like, like I said, if you care about them, you just have to be respectful and honest, but support them through it and help them get out of it. I think that's something, too, that, like, let's say, like, if I was a friend in the crisis, if someone was speaking to me, like, oh, that's so dumb that you're doing that or so dumb that you're thinking that way. It's like they do have to acknowledge, too, that, like, you're invested in whatever it is. Right. Like, obviously, there's something, like, it's not that you can't see clearly, but you're you're so deep in it. Like, maybe you... Like, you're just invested. So, for them to be, like, from an outsider's point of view with no, like, they don't have any feelings towards the situation. Mm-hmm. Just that they realize, oh, that's from an, from a bird's eye. That's not a good thing for you. Right. It's probably a lot easier to say it like that than it is for, like, you to be like, oh, I'll, I'll totally cut that off or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, wow. Now that you mention it. Like, yeah. You know, obviously. Oh, thank you so much for that perspective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not to say that they shouldn't speak up, but I'm just saying, like, they have to acknowledge the fact that. That's not, like, cut and dry for you. That's, like, easy. That's not easy. Right. And can I just say, too, 
a lot of th- a lot of times when when a friend comes up to you that is having a crisis or having uh, making a decision about something that they know as well is not the best decision they should be making i feel like they come to friends to for support yeah 100 you know you're being stupid like you shouldn't make this this decision um i feel like they're when we when when i come to you when i come to you guys about something that i need like i i feel like it's more of like a can you guys support me on this can you guys agree that i'm making the right decision and if i'm not i trust you guys to tell me but in a respectful way yeah you know and i feel like we all have that respect for each other too and so i just kind of i just kind of think that if somebody doesn't come from a respectful place that should tell you enough about their your guys's friendship to be like okay well it's also like i probably already feel stupid Mm -hmm. like i'm probably thinking those things my own self so for you to like outright say that to my face you're just like making it worse Mm -hmm. like you're validating that the choices that i've made are really stupid and like now i feel like an idiot because i'm like okay if you see it everybody sees it now everybody thinks i'm an idiot and it's just like it's just piling on and it's like obviously there's a way to say like you know what yeah i don't think you're making good choices that are like best for you Mm -hmm. i can see like your side and i understand it, it's probably really hard mm-hmm. but you know what i mean it's like kind exactly. of taking that route but like you have to think these people probably already feel stupid <laughs> having an experience of my own like i yeah i can say like i felt stupid at the time yeah but like hearing those words from my friend or someone i thought was my friend was so shitty oh yeah getting any validation on like a, a feeling that's a like negative a negative feeling, feeling mm-hmm. is the worst 100 percent worst I feel like I do tend to like lean more on my friends when I need support in those kinds of situations too more than I do my family a hundred percent and because I I could never I mean props to whoever can go to their family and be like I'm having this situation and I need help like what do I do am I making the right decision I am a thousand times more likely to go to Carrie or Allie or somebody of the sort to be like um am i doing this right <laughs> help <laughs> so i feel like within like friendships i tend to friendships kind of sometimes not that they would mean more to me than my family but like opinions yeah kind of mean more to me than my family does because i know my family is always just going to support me because they're my family but i feel like my friends will be like mm, i have something to say about <laughs> hey, that lady girl. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> because you guys are the people that I see every day. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, what about you guys? Do you guys... What's the tea on friends and family? Do you kind of think that friends are a little bit more important than family? Are they just as important? Less? I think it falls, like, into respectively different realms. Yes. In the sense of, like, I would never outright say, like, friends are more important than family. However my relationship with my family is not like your standard like yeah relationship like i would not consider myself close to my family mm-hmm. i talk to my dad every single day mm-hmm. um but we're just kind of like it's everything is extremely surface level with mm-hmm. me and my family um like i i've never had any relationship and this is not a knock at my relationship with my family no, like of course. it's just like the facts i've never had like a deep relationship with anyone in my family I'm perfectly okay with that. I Mm -hmm. prefer, I mean, I think it's obviously just because I've never had that relationship with my family, but I prefer having that with my friends versus my family. Mm -hmm. Um, It just feels so much more comfortable to be surface level with my family than Mm -hmm. anything. But 
to an extent, I consider, like, I would consider you guys, like, our group that we have, like, my family. Yeah. Like, in the sense of, like, oh, you're not just, like, my friends. Literally. Like, you guys are, like, yeah. family to me. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I feel like it's kind of different, but, like, I wouldn't say friends are more important than family. I just think that it depends on the situation. Yeah. Like, if I need some cash, I'm calling my dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, a thousand percent. Hey, Gary. Oh, Gary. <laughs> it's your favorite kid again. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel pretty much the same way um, with my family. I feel like my family's a little bit more deeper than surface level, but not to the point where we're, like, telling the ins and outs about, you know... Kiki. Yeah, exactly. We don't kiki. We just like, oh, my week was good. Thinking about going back to school. That's all. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, not just yeah. like. Just the updates. <laughs> yeah, just the updates. Not yeah. like, so me and Anthony had this argument the other day and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, oh, see, like my dad asks about me and Michael's fights, but only because it just like gives him so much joy. <laughs> He's like, like keep going. Once a week, he'll be like, hey, are you and Michael fighting? And I'll be like, no. And he'll be like, oh, come on. <laughs> Give me something. I know. No, some juice. <laughs> what about you, Al? I feel like um, I feel like you're very family oriented. I, yeah. At least like from the outsider's perspective, like I know like you hang out with like your family a lot and like David's family. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's to say that you have that kind of relationship where you <laughs> right. tell them everything or whatever. Right. But I'm very curious to know your. Side. Um. So I think again, just to repeat what you guys said, like equally important but different Mm -hmm. like i value my family and my friends like equally Mm -hmm. um and i will say like i'm close to my family and i do like want to be close to my family but i will say i guess this gave me like a lot of perspective in the sense that premarital counseling Mm -hmm. and um they just talked he talked so much about having someone that you can talk to that's like your person or your Mm -hmm. people that aren't um necessarily like biased like mm. not to say that you guys wouldn't be like supportive of me if i was to tell you like oh me and david got in this fight and not to say you wouldn't be supportive of me but let's say if i went to my mom she'd probably be feeding me like oh i can see where you're coming from mm. oh that maybe that like you never know because obviously they're they're they love you they want to um foster your kind of feelings yeah. but also going to people that will then have a, a feeling towards your significant other. Mm. Right. So they talked a lot about, like, he talked a lot about going to your family when you're in a fight with your significant other because that can alter their view of them. Mm-hmm. So I know if I was mm. to go to you guys and friends in general mm. about, oh, my relationship or something, I don't think you guys would look at David differently, especially since you guys are friends with him as well. Right. right. But I know you guys wouldn't tell him, too. Right. So it's like... I think friends have, like, such a significant purpose, and they should feel like someone you feel comfortable going to. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I necessarily go to my family with everything that happens over friendships. I think you're a lot more blunt with friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do say, like, I tell my mom and that kind of thing. Like, I'll talk to my parents. But, um... I tend to tiptoe around my family with telling them things. Okay. I think... You know what I mean? Like, I tend to just be, like... I give them a little bit of information. Like, for example, like, my mom. I would give her just, like, a little bit of information and see how she kind of, like, takes it. And then if she kind of asks more questions... (laughs) Open the floodgates. Either I open the floodgates or I put a lock on them. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? With me, mine's kind of, like, I... 
I choose to not tell things to my parents necessarily unless I know there's going to be a good reaction. Mm. Okay, and I think yeah. that's just like my need for like approval and praise from them. Like I just yeah. always want them to think I'm doing a good job and like yeah. being successful. But like if I know that I have something going on that my mom or dad are going to have something negative to say, I'm not going to say it because yeah. it's like I've, I, I lived with your guys' opinions my entire upbringing and now that I'm an adult, I don't feel like I need your approval to do things, mm-hmm. but I do want your approval when I'm doing good at something. Yeah, yes. like, if that makes sense. Yeah, oh, that's total, makes total sense. Uh, <laughs> Pathological people pleaser. <laughs> um, no, but I'm the same way. Like I, when I first decided, like I think I wanted to go back to school. The first person I called was my mom, and I'm like, what do you think? Right, oh, anything like about this? Mm-hmm. But when she told me that she thought it would be a good idea. As soon as I got off the phone with her, I'm like, Dad, I'm going back to school. <laughs> yes. Isn't that crazy? And it's like, doing that is kind of risky because it's like, what if they're like, oh. Yeah. 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 I, that would ruin me. <laughs> yeah, I would. I See, that's the thing, too. Like, if I called my mom, I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about going back to school. And she's like, are you sure you want to do that? And be like, oh, my God, I don't think I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'd be like, oh, forget it. You know what's so sad? Just for me in general. Uh-huh. Is like... I would do something like that only to please my dad. Oh, yeah. No. that Like, the only reason I'm, like, finishing school is so that, like, my dad can say that he has a kid that with a degree and, like, uh-huh. have someone to be proud of. Yeah. Not that he's not proud of my other brothers or anything, because he is. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, who can blame him? <laughs> but I feel like it's so different, especially for for you i feel like for me too like i always just want to like if something good happens i immediately beep 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 beep, beep on my dad like a hundred percent guess what i just did i, I know never believe it. <laughs> and dad, you know what i you know feel like it's because our dads are like so not that they don't care because they do and right. they're supportive but they're kind of just like very nonchalant like oh wow good mm-hmm. job exactly and it's like okay yes. That'll hold me over for Thanks. a little while. Yes. What am I going to do next to get another good job? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Well, anyways, that took a route. Um, those are our father issues. That's neither here nor there. Why do I need to get into that? Last thing I'll say about that, too, is, like, um, I guess I was, like, t- kind of talking about this, but I think my brothers would, like, dish so much on my mom that I could mm. see it would, like, kind of take a toll. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I was, like, okay, I don't want to just throw everything on her mm-hmm. and i think that's like where friendships come into play like oh i'm so grateful i can tell them this and i know this won't weigh them down because i know from like a parent parental point of view it's like that can be like oh i'm now i'm worried about my kid or th- like something like that mm-hmm. where friendships like they can speak to you and they feel like comfortable with you know that kind of thing but i'm sure when it's your parents it's probably hard to like step away like oh i'm I'm going to let them do their own thing, but mm-hmm. I'm really worried about this. I can yeah. see it, like, kind of takes a toll. So, I feel grateful to have friends. That's a really yeah. good, that's a really good way to come about that. I never thought of it like that. Like, trauma dumping, <laughs> I tend to trauma dump on Carrie, even though she knows all of my entire life. But, like, sometimes I'll just sit there and trauma dump on her, and I would just be like, I can't imagine doing this to my mom. The position oh, it would no. put her in. Yeah. I, so I think that is such a good point of view to come to. Or to see it as, and I never thought about that. I feel like it's really hard as a parent, I'm sure, to, like, not take on every, like, pain for your kid. Mm. Like, obviously, they have to go through things so they learn themselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a part of growing up. It's like, I don't have to run to my mom, even though, like, obviously, there's times where you want to or you do. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, like... 
getting to a point where you're like, my mom has raised me or my parents have raised me to be like, I'm self-sufficient or I can seek help kind of other ways. I don't need them to solve it for me. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm sure, like, I'm thinking for myself, like, obviously I'd love my kids to come to me and, like, want to come to me or Mm -hmm. need me in that way. But Mm -hmm. it's like, you also want to raise them so where they're self-sufficient and they can... So they don't rely on you to bail them out of every hard situation in life. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that was a lot for me growing up being the youngest not expecting but kind of mm, depending on my parents to bail me out of situations that i didn't know mm-hmm. and i feel like they bailed me out so much that they they kind of like hindered me figuring it out on my own it made it a lot harder for me to figure it out on my own so i know that yes when it's necessary I'm going to bail my kids out because I don't want them to suffer. But when it's surface level and something that emotionally they just kind of need to go through, I feel like I'm going to let them go through that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And it sounds, it's really hard to say, but honestly, if my parents didn't bail me out of half the shit that they bailed me out of, I feel like I'd be, I would have learned faster. Yeah. Or you get like right now as adults, we get to a point where we're like, oh, I have this point of view because I, that happened or Mm -hmm. because I went through that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I was bailed out of that, then I never would have any life experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like with me, it was like, because my parents, or at least my dad, was just like very desensitized. Mm. It was more of like a less than, or it was more not like a situation where they're like, you know what? I'm going to let you figure it out. It was more mm-hmm. like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Oh. I don't know how to handle that type mm. thing. So it was kind of like, I feel like that's probably why I'm so kind of. Not very sensitive. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. That's a nice way to put it. Um, just because it was like, we just, ne- those kinds of things were like never addressed. Mm-hmm. It was like, mm-hmm. crying was a very uncomfortable situation in the house. It was like, mm-hmm. oof, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to cry. It's kind mm-hmm. of embarrassing for you. Um, so, I don't know. I just feel like all those things, like, there's different factors. And I feel like it's kind of crazy like i feel like we're all the same but mm-hmm. like all had different reasons why yeah yeah wow so well i have a question it's kind of a, like off topic of what we were just talking about but also about friendships and you know what i'm just gonna ask because this needs to be asked okay mm-hmm. is it okay and i'll preface by saying i feel like this is a valid question for all of us to answer because we're all in like pretty serious relationships yeah i mean <laughs> call it what Allie's you want pretty serious Allie's married i'm like no i guess it's like kind of serious um is it okay for men and women to be friends no it's a no for me doug because <laughs> not the very corporate it's a no from me dog <laughs> comma um i'm just insecure okay and i just think that it just a lot of stuff has happened to me by trusting fr- guys that have been friends with girls. Um, a lot of cheating has happened, and a lot of like other issues have happened to where like I'm just like I'm just not okay with that anymore. Mm-hmm. And insecure is like a funny haha like um, response, but also very much yeah, it's very true. No, but like I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of it is is definitely, like, what has happened in the past. It's more of, like, a I gave it a shot, not okay with it. Didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just very much like, mm, no. But you know what? I feel like that's completely okay, especially, mm-hmm. like, because you have a man that respects that. Yeah. So, and I think that's what's most important because it's, like, you. Can, I think you can feel whatever you want to feel. Mm-hmm. But 
what matters is if you have that person that respects that you feel that way and is willing to like cooperate with those feelings exactly i am so lucky slash blessed to have anthony because we've had multiple conversations about it he's been so honest with me and i just feel like it's i feel like if he did have like a gal friend at work i'd be like okay whatever Mm -hmm. because i know like i know that he like i I'm the one that he comes home to every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I'm the one that he... He doesn't care about anybody else except for me. Okay, period. No, literally. <laughs> she said, and that's on period. <laughs> so, I mean, it wouldn't bother me, but, like, if it was, like, oh, like, I'm hanging out with um, so-and-so tomorrow for Whoa. lunch, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, you <laughs> need to calm crazy? the fuck down, and what time? Because I'll be there. No, yeah, exactly. What time, <laughs> should like, what, yeah, what time should I go? But going back to the respect thing, he would never do that. Exactly. Yeah. That's just kind of where it goes hand in hand. With my ex-boyfriend, I feel like he kind of expected me to be okay with it, and I wasn't, but because we don't, what, we only dated for like a few months, I feel. Actually, it was longer. But I feel like I was still trying to be like a very much like okay yeah like no problem like totally like the cool girl mm-hmm. yeah so like when it happened and then all of that happened i was like wait a second maybe i'm not okay with that mm-hmm. yeah so like when me and anthony got into a relationship i was very heavy on no mm-hmm. i don't know who that is if you're gonna date me you're not dating her you're not talking to her right but i feel like it's weird because now that it's like now that we're so deep into our relationship like that stuff doesn't really matter to me but i feel like he would never cross that line since we've had that conversation right yeah, you know what exactly. i mean it's like you kind of like grow into your relationship like mm-hmm. now that you're in such a good and healthy relationship yeah. you can like there's certain things you can kind of like ease up on or let go of but mm-hmm. at the end of the day if like the insecurity is still there like then it those are boundaries that need to be respected also why you know like why am i still feeling that way towards that like what what's going on in the relationship that's you know making me still feel insecure about that mm-hmm. yeah like i said like if anthony was like oh hey like i'm just letting you know like i made this friend at work she she's just a friend like okay that's mm-hmm. cool and like because he does have a group of friends at work and they do um they go to starbucks together and da 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 whatever and it's totally fine like there's nothing wrong with that you know there's never been any speculation any um suspicion uh what is suspicions suspicions there's never been any suspicions or anything like that so that's kind of where i come from but my immediate answer is always going to be no right (laughs) no no no, i got that right (laughs) i feel like with me like ideally um ideally like no but like in the sense that you were talking about like if Mm -hmm. he's just like trying to hang out with a gal like i'd be like what are you crazy like you're just gonna throw everything away then (laughs) oh my god we had a lot going on no but like i thought we could have been really good together so this is really a shame um no but like because i know michael like has like a like a friend at work that's a girl Mm -hmm. um and he she's kind of like like to him it's like how is to me mm. like completely i know it's like completely platonic like mm-hmm. but i would never want to be like i don't want you to talk to her mm. because even though i am still very insecure about certain things like i also know like a majority of that insecurity is just something that i need to work on myself mm-hmm. and it's not it wouldn't be fair for me to like take it out on him right um in that sense especially when i know deep down it's completely innocent and that there's nothing like i can i have full trust so it's like I need to separate my insecurity from my trust because I know I trust Michael, but like my insecurity is something separate and I can't let that affect like our relationship. Yes. So it's like 
I'm fine with him having like that friendship. I would never want to like make his like him have to like, especially since it's at work, like mm-hmm. completely avoid this person at work. Like for what? Mm-hmm. And it's just going to have like, give him a reason to like resent me. Yeah. Not resent. That's like a dramatic word, but you guys know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. So I think it's completely dependent. Like, like you said, like I and just wouldn't cold. want him. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, let's hear what you have to say. <laughs> Nothing. I was just gonna say, and that's on personal growth, baby. <laughs> because you and I were not like that. No, e- ma'am. Even right out of high school. Oh, no, you know ma'am. what I mean. For, I, for me, years after high school, yeah, like same. at least the first like four, four. years after mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, how many years was that? Honestly. Yeah. Not us aging ourselves. Anywho, <laughs> um, Allie, take it away. Um, something I want to touch on before that too. It's like. Um, you guys say like, oh, I'll f- I would feel like there's like insecurity present, mm-hmm. or like, oh, I have a bad feeling about that, or like a, I just don't feel right about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not as much of like a character flaw as it is like that's something that's just boundaries in a relationship. Like, I always like wager it like, oh, would I be okay with if David had that? Mm-hmm. Like, if mm-hmm. I had a a friend that was a guy, mm-hmm. would I be okay if he had a friend that was a girl that he didn't know mm-hmm. or I didn't yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And the answer is always no for that. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, platonic relationships, yes, I think they're possible because obviously we're all friends, like, our six, the six of us. Right. I right. would be upset if you guys were texting him individually. <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. But I don't think, like, it's respectful um, of a partner to be, like, friends with someone that you're not friends with. That's mm-hmm. of the opposite sex. I feel like mm-hmm. if you have a friend that's of the opposite sex they should know your partner as well exactly yeah. and I, like i was just gonna say because i heard you mention that a second ago i feel like that's a very important factor like if you're willing to bring that person around like make sure that like you're introduced and it's yeah. not just like some random person like they're besties but you mm-hmm. after months and months have never met this person mm-hmm. i feel like that also is very important yeah yeah well we just kind of unpacked a lot yeah pretty easy episode i know <laughs> A little beefy. I, I feel like say. that was really good. We got a lot of our chest. I know, that I was know. a fun combo. Yeah. We maybe needed to talk about that. <laughs> I feel lighter on my feet. I was going to say, why do I feel like I lost 10 pounds? <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, like, I think that was a pretty good conversation. I feel like we all have differing, similar but differing opinions, like, yeah. on everything we talked about. So I feel like that was, it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it is. Next week, politics. Who are we voting for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, well, everyone say which party you're part of. <laughs> no, it's not going to upset anybody. Go. <laughs> On a lighter note. <laughs> um, well, I guess that's it for this week. Sorry again that we were missing out a couple weeks. We'll Blah, try and be blah, better. Get over it. <laughs> but aren't you so glad you're listening now? I know. We had so much to chat about. Yeah. This is going to be a little bit of a longer one, but our listener will appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, what else are you doing? If you're listening to us... <laughs> You probably don't have much else going on. <laughs> Sorry, Dee. <laughs> no, but not you, Dee. You're kind of iconic. <laughs> kind of an iconic queen. I know. <laughs> well, anyways, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Um, what we're going to talk about is going to be a big, fat surprise. <laughs> Mostly because we don't know yet. <laughs> Even to us. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we will be back next week. Woohoo!